Hey everybody, welcome back to Jess Unfiltered. I'm your host Jess, obviously. So, I literally just got done recording this entire podcast and realized that it didn't record most of it. So, I'm just starting from the beginning and hopefully I can remember what to say. (laughs) I, uh, was on my phone trying to like read these Instagram posts and I accidentally opened a video and so I think that my voice recorder stopped and it's connected to like a microphone and I don't even know what happened but anyway so this is a follow-up to the first episode that I had where it's reading Instagram post part one this is part two And before I get started I am more prepared this time (laughs) because I have the posts already screenshotted and I also want to give a shout out to my Twitter account if you guys feel like following me it's at unfiltered underscore Jess so it's just the podcast name but it's flipped the other way around and there's an underscore so at unfiltered underscore Jess go check it out if you guys have any um literally anything that you want to send me that's anti-MLM related if it's like Instagram stories or team calls or videos or just ideas about what to talk about, any content, anything. I totally appreciate it. I love having ideas come in because it, you know, sometimes I run out of ideas. So with that, let's jump right in. So these posts are on Instagram. I searched Arbon. I guess I just have something to pick with Arbon. <laughs> um, but these are just generic MLM posts so they can apply to really any MLM. And these are motivational Instagram posts. So this first one says, raise your hand if you've heard a variation of this objection. Quote, I know like 10 people who do your company. It's so saturated, end quote. Rather than eye rolling or saying something vapid like, no, no, it's still such a great time to join. Try and give them a real life example of why this concern isn't valid. Let's think about saturation for a minute, shall we? They are Uh, For example, where I live, there is a Starbucks on every other corner. I'm not joking either. They're everywhere. You'll feel the light bulb go off for the prospect, but keep going. They all sell the exact same product, right? But I don't know any Starbucks that's hurting for business. Why is that? Because the demand is high and people want what they're selling. Do some people have their favorite Starbucks baristas? Absolutely. And that's how it's like in direct sales. You have the opportunity to offer an exceptional product and be someone's favorite while you're doing it. Starbucks isn't going anywhere and neither is skincare or wine or shampoo or leggings or direct sales. You see what I mean? Tag an objection phobe. Who needs this? All right. Um... This is just a lot of words and a lot of a lot of things to touch on. So first off, I really don't like that last phrase. It's like ch- tag an objection phobe. I feel like if somebody tells you they don't support MLMs, like let it be. Like if you do support MLMs and someone tells you that they don't, like let it go. Um, you don't need to like try and convince them that your business is valid because I think that's a sign of insecurity. Um, you know, it's just like like. I have friends and family members who are involved in MLMs and I don't talk to them about anti-MLM stuff unless they are to directly ask me what my opinion is. And I just personally do that out of respect for them because it's like, I know that they really like their MLM and I think it's toxic as all get out, but I'm not going to like tag them in posts. Um, 
I don't know. I just, I think that like this thing that's like tag an objection phobe who needs this. It's like, no, just like leave your friends who don't support MLMs alone. You know, I, I mean, obviously like it kind of depends on what kind of relationship you have with the people who you're tagging. Like if it, if it was like my best friend or one of my best friends who joined, I don't really have that many best friends. (laughs) I have like two friends. Um, if it was one of my like really, really close friends that joined an MLM, like, okay, maybe I would tag them. That's a little different. But if it's not really somebody that I'm like close with, I'm not going to tag them in it. I just, I don't know. This, this, line where she calls people objection phobes it just kind of rubs me the wrong way I just feel like that's kind of rude and it's like there's a reason why people object MLMs and it's it's for valid reasons um, because they're predatory I could I could go on and on so some other things if we get to like the main content of this post it says uh it basically compares direct selling to starbucks and it says if people say the market is too oversaturated for an for whatever mlm you're joining tell them there's a starbucks on every corner it's like okay but here's the thing there's a lot of market research that goes into the placement of starbucks's or starbucks location i don't know what the plural of starbucks is But there's a lot of marketing and a lot of research and a lot of coordination and a lot of thought that goes into deciding if they need to open another Starbucks location. And yes, it is driven by demand. But, you know, deciding whether or not to join an MLM is generally not based on demand. Because a lot of times, because the barrier to entry is so low to join an MLM, you know, in other words, you pay... I don't know, a $50, $200, $1,000 fee, whatever it is. Um, because pretty much anyone who has $200 can join, um, the barrier to entry isn't isn't very high. And so a lot more people are going to be enticed to join and the market can become oversaturated. Like this is just a really poor example because it's like, not every town has multiple Starbucks locations. In fact, there are a lot of towns that don't have any Starbucks locations. I live in the Midwest and there's like a somewhat small town a couple hours from me that I often go to because my parents grew up there and my grandparents used to live out there and, and one of them still does. But anyway, there's one Starbucks within like a hundred mile radius. And that's because there is not enough demand to constitute having more than one Starbucks. It's also right off the interstate. So a lot of times their customers are going to be interstate traffic people who, you know, are heading to a major city like, I don't know, Chicago. And they're, they're going through this town and they see a Starbucks, they pull off, they get it, they leave. Like there is not enough demand to constitute having 25 Starbucks in this town. And so, um, just like, just like how we don't need 25 Starbucks in the town, you know, with, with being an independent consultant for an MLM, like there's really no, I don't know, like it's just, it's a bad comparison. Anybody can be a distributor, you know, the market is going to be really oversaturated just about anywhere you go for any major MLM, maybe for some of the smaller ones that have just gotten started, okay, you know, you can make the argument that the market isn't oversaturated, but for anything like Arbonne, it works, um, Rodan and Fields, pretty much any major MLM that 99% of people join. Um, I just, I just made the 99% up, but the majority of people join MLMs that 
are really large and already have a large, you know, cult-like following of distributors. And so the market is oversaturated. The other thing is the product has to be in demand. I love Starbucks personally. I, you know, will pay the $6 for a coffee reluctantly, but I do it because I like the way it tastes and I like the product and there's demand for the product and I love their like seasonal fun flavors. But it's like, the demand isn't there for Arbon. The demand isn't there for It Works. The demand isn't there for Amway. Like I have never met anybody who is like, oh my gosh, I really want some Amway. Oh my gosh, I really want some Mary Kay makeup. Like nobody says that. <laughs> nobody. I have never met anybody who is like, wow, I'm just, I really want one of those crazy rap things today from It Works. Like I have never met a single person that has ever said those words. How, However, I have met a lot of people who have said, I could really use some Starbucks, okay? So there is demand for Starbucks. There is not demand for your MLM product, okay? And you're, the consultants are usually the ones who um, are the ones buying the products. You know, they're, they're the best and biggest customers. So, you know, the demand is kind of artificial in a sense because the company kind of tricks their consultants into buying the products saying like oh invest in your business so that you know the product and you can sell the product it's like girl nobody nobody wants your $20 wax warmer okay when I can go to Walmart and get it for $5 like I don't mean to sound rude but yeah that I've I've never heard anybody say that they're just really wanting some Rodan and Fields skincare right now that's just not a thing. Um, at least that I know of. <laughs> um, okay, next post. Small startup investment, unlimited earning potential. I don't get what you don't get. And then it goes on to say direct sales does not require a large startup investment and you're not required to buy product if you don't need it. Most companies don't even subscribe to the inventory model anymore either. And you get to decide what you're willing to work for. This isn't a salary gig. There's no cap. Honestly, think about that. You have to get over the fact that direct sales isn't the norm. It's not salaried or hourly. And it's not the nine to five job we've been conditioned to believe is the only or right way. It's better. You actually get to be in control of your life if you choose to be. So again, um, this post comes off really rude and pushy. It says, I don't get what you don't get. It's like, then be like me. So like I do photography on the side. I do real estate photography and I also do my Etsy shop, but it's like, that would be like me being like, oh, hey, do you have a house? And then someone's like, yes. And I'm like, okay, let me take pictures of it. And they're like, oh, that's okay. I'm good. And I'm like, I don't get what you don't get about this. Let me take pictures of your house. It's just like, it's like, what? <laughs> like, you know, or if I'm like, if, if they're like, you know, oh, uh, you know, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I, I do real estate photos on the side. You should, you should do real estate photos too. And if they're like, ah, no, I'm not really interested. And I'm like, I don't get what you don't get about it. Like you need to do real estate. Photo. It's just like, it's pushy. It's rude. It's really none of your business, how people make their money or spend their time, assuming they're not doing illegal things. Like it just, I, I just, I don't like this. And that's what's, what's so frustrating and predatory about MLMs is it's so freaking pushy and manipulative. Um, so anyway, this post goes on, like I said, it says it's not a salaried gig and there's no cap. It's like, yeah, there's no, 
there's no cap with playing the lottery either, okay? There's no cap with a lot of, there's no cap with opening an Etsy shop. There's no cap with opening a restaurant. There's no cap with a lot of things, but it doesn't mean it's the right decision for your lifestyle. And it doesn't mean that it's the right decision at all. Like, you know, it, it just, it, this says, oh, well, it's not a salary gig. It's like, what's wrong with it being salaried? Like, honestly, I like a salaried gig because it gives me security and it gives me a consistent paycheck that I can, you know, budget my life around, right? I can get a house because I know what my salary is going to be. I can, you know, have car payments because I know what my salary is going to be. And like, if you own a restaurant or you do Etsy full-time or you have your own like legitimate business, um, it, it can be hard to to budget because it's like, I know for my Etsy shop over Christmas, I had the most sales that I have ever had. And as soon as Christmas was over, my sales dropped drastically and my revenue decreased a lot. <laughs> and so um, it can be kind of hard to to manage the fluctuations like that. And um, there's a lot of benefits to having a salary job. And I have a lot of respect for people who have their own business, you know, like their own restaurant or their own store or boutique or literally whatever it is. Um, you know, I have a lot of respect for that because it's, it's a lot of work to try and, um, you know, manage an, in, a possibly inconsistent income. Uh, but with, with um, you know, going to work and having a salary job, I'm guaranteed a paycheck. You know, if I show up to work, I'm guaranteed a paycheck. If you're in Arbonne or ItWorks or Sensi, if you spend 20 hours on social media, you have no guarantee of anything. So this, this post also says, you know, we have to get over that direct sales isn't the norm. It's not the salary nine to five we've been conditioned to believe is the only way or the right way. Um, it says that, that an MLM is better and it's like, no. Okay. I, I have a lot of respect for real business owners and, you know, there are a lot of risks involved with that and it's not for everyone, but the reason why most people gravitate to a nine to five job is because there's a lot of security in it. You know, you can get 401ks, you can get pensions, you get a consistent income, you can get um, health benefits, you can get sometimes child benefits, you get maternity leave at a lot of companies, not all, but a lot of companies will give you maternity leave. If you want to go back to college and further your education, a lot of times they'll give you, you know, guaranteed college benefits. I used to work at a retail store, like a large retailer, and they would give you, if you were a full-time employee, which I was in college and I was full-time at this retail store, they uh, said that if I worked in that position full-time for a certain period of time, they would give me money to go to college. They would give me maternity leave if I, you know, were to have a kid. I didn't and don't, but, you know, if I, I there were managers at the store who were full-time who took maternity leave and it was a retail store, um, you're not going to get that with an MLM. And you're not going to get that as generally a business owner either. You're going to have to pay for your own healthcare and things like that. But, um, you know, it's it's different from an MLM because your odds of actually making money most likely are higher. And there's a lot of ethical issues involved with MLMs. But Anyway, this this post is just acting like a nine to five is just it's it's not it. An MLM is way better. It's like, no, it is not way better. 
in no way, shape, or form is it better. You do not get healthcare. You do not get a 401k. You do not get a consistent income. Um, I have much more respect for people who actually open their own business, their own shop, their own restaurant, whatever it is, you know, that, that is a business. Okay. And yeah, you're not guaranteed stuff with that either, but, um, I, I have a lot of respect for people who do that. So anyway, next post, it says, if you showed up inconsistently to your nine to five job throughout the month, you wouldn't earn a paycheck. Direct sales is no different. So the post goes on to read and I'll just forewarn you, like, this just really confuses me and I don't really know what they're trying to get at, but maybe y'all can help me out. It says, can you imagine what would happen if you treated your typical job like your side gig? Oh yeah, boss, I'm only going to come in for like five minutes once a week for the first 29 days of the month, but that last day, yeah, I'm going to pop a pill and be here all day long. I might look a little crazy, maybe a little desperate. I might foam at the mouth and forget to eat and then I'll need to go home. I'll need to go for the next two to three weeks to recover. Sound good? Um, no, you crazy lady. That does not sound good. Take a look at how you're running your business. Would your consistency or lack thereof fly to typical job? If the answer is no, you've identified a main reason and growing. <sighs> okay. First of all, again, I literally have no idea what point they were trying to make foaming at the mat. Like, what are you even talking about? Um, so first of all, like, do I, I don't, I think MLM people don't realize that you get days off at a corporate job. Like you can have a day off if you have paid time off or vacation time. Heck, you can even take unpaid time at pretty much all jobs. You're just, you know, going to have it unpaid. Um, but it's like most, most corporate jobs give you, you know, major holidays off. They give you usually two to three weeks within your first year. And then after that, you know, once you've been there a little longer, a lot of times they give you more time off. Um, there are a lot of corporate jobs that are flexible. So like, you know, let's say you have to work 40 hours a week. You could do, you know, 10 hour days, like four 10 hour days a week. And then you could have a three day weekend every week. Like if that's what you prefer, you know, some jobs will let you do things like that. Not all, obviously, but you get time off with a corporate job. Like if you're sick or you don't feel good or you need a mental health day or you want to take a vacation, like you can do that. And what's so funny is a lot of these MLM girls, they're, they advertise, they're like, oh, you can work from anywhere. You can work from the beach. And it's like, no, when I go to the beach and I'm paying that much money to go on vacation, I don't want to be working. Like I don't want to be working from the beach. I want to enjoy my time. I want to completely disconnect from my work computer and my, you know, if you have a work phone, you just, you want to log off and you want to just chill. And yeah, I don't, I, I don't really know like what this post is trying to get at. It says, if you showed up inconsistently to your nine to five job, would you earn a paycheck? And it's like, I mean, it, it depends on the situation. Like if you're sick or you need mental health days, like a lot of corporate places are much more understanding of mental health, you know, as opposed to in years past where there's been stigma around mental health. But, you know, I work with people who have taken mental health days and it's totally normal and, you know, nothing to be ashamed of. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, if, if you need a day off every now and again, that's okay. And if that's what they're saying by showing up inconsistently, um, 
yeah, I mean, that that's fine. You know, as long as you're reliable and you're getting your work done and you're communicating what's going on with your teammates and with management, like generally people are pretty cool and they're pretty understanding about it that at least that I've found. Um, yeah, this, this person doesn't say anything about mental health. They just say like, oh, I'm going to come in for five minutes once a week and then I'm just going to take all this time off. I mean, I think they're trying to make the comparison not to mental health, but rather just like how people run their MLMs. Like basically they're saying if you hop online for five minutes every now and again and just DM people and, you know, try to work your MLM by only working for five minutes, then you're not going to get paid. And it's like, okay, I mean, yeah, but like, you know, I don't know. It just, it's whatever. <laughs> it's, it's just annoying. Like I, I don't want to be DM'd. So I, I actually, I like people that just get on for five minutes and DM like one person because instead of DMing like a million people, um, I'm, I'm personally less likely to get DM'd by someone. Anyway, next, next post, it says how to address the cost objection. Um, so this is like the upfront costs, you know, to join an MLM. It says what happens when someone tells you they can't afford your product? Most people get weird, or feel defeated and create an internal dialogue of no one will spend money on these unicorn tears. Why bother? Wah, wah. Listen up, buttercup. People spend money all day, every day. It's your job to sell the value. So when someone says, yeah, I looked it over, but it's more expensive than I usually spend on shampoo, skincare, etc. You say, I get it. It's more than you would usually spend, okay? But here's my question. If it worked, would it be worth it? If it cleared your skin, if it transformed your hair, if it eliminated that anxiety or pain, if it fixed your digestive issues, if it removed the hangover, if it helped you feel more confident, would it be worth spending X dollars? The answer is almost always yes. Stop selling a product, start offering a solution. So honestly, this is really good sales advice. I will say I worked at a company that um, had salespeople and I had to take training even though I didn't really sell stuff. I mean, I kind of did, but like I, it was just not for me. I, I don't like selling people things. I don't like getting people to spend money on things that they don't need. Um, I feel like, you know, if somebody comes to me and is like, Hey, listen, I am looking for something that does X, Y, Z do you have this? Can you help me? I'm like, okay, yes, of course. But like if someone's just casually browsing and I'm like prying into their life, like, oh, hey, so, you know, what are, what kind of things are you looking for? You know, and and trying to find ways that I can like fit some kind of sale into their life to help them out. Like, I just, I don't really like that. And it's, it's not for everyone. Um, like for me, for example, it's not for me. (laughs) Um, But I mean, honestly, this is good sales advice. I mean, you want to offer people a solution. That's where people are really going to see the value in your product. That's where people are really going to want to buy something from you. I think the part where this kind of irritates me is when you, it's less about the clear skin or the transformed hair, but it's the line that says, if it eliminated that anxiety or pain. So a lot of people try to sell like essential oils. I don't know. I think there's some essential oil MLM that exists, but they advertise that it can help you with painful things in your life and it can help relax you. And to me, it's like, to my knowledge, there's no peer-reviewed study or research that says 
these essential oils can help cure your anxiety or pain and yet people still sell them and so it's like that's just like that's just wrong to try and sell people a mental health solution when you're not really qualified to do that and when you're selling something that isn't proven to help people with their mental health you know it's kind of like Arbon and selling health products it's like you have these girls who have no experience with kinesiology or like anything food related like they have no training in the body or how you know how to lose weight they're not dietitians they're not doctors they're not nurses they're not people who have studied anything health related generally they're usually just girls who want to make some side money and maybe feel like they're living a healthy life and feel like they're changing the world but in reality they're just glorified supplement salespeople and it's like you know that's that's dangerous because you're preying on people's insecurities or pain to try and profit which arguably is a lot of sales things right i mean I don't know. I guess it's kind of the nature of the game. I just don't like this. I I don't like the line that says if it eliminated your anxiety or pain, like I guarantee you no essential oils is going to help eliminate people's anxiety or pain. And it especially depends on what they're dealing with too. And I just think that it's wrong to try and prey on these emotions of people and try to profit off of it for your pyramid scheme. Um... So this is the last one. It says let's or it says normalize successful professional educated women with direct sales gigs. It says let's face it, there's a stereotype about who we are, and we rarely, if ever, uh, or it says and we rarely, if ever. Okay, this is worded so weird. <laughs> this is like not proper English. There's a stereotype about who we are, and very rarely, if ever, does it include things like college, master's and PhD programs, corporate jobs, etc, etc. And this bleep is bogus. My direct sales business is my full-time salary, but before that happened, I earned my master's degree in community mental health and worked as a counselor. Share this post and tell everyone about who you are and what you did in addition to your direct sales business. So I feel like if you have a master's degree in community mental health, you should definitely not be working for a pyramid scheme because these MLMs are very predatory and they can be very bad on people's mental health. And like, I don't know if this person is involved with an MLM because they're just ignorant to all of the damage that MLMs can cause or if they're in an MLM because they just don't care. You know, there there are people who are in MLMs because they're genuinely like ignorant to the fact that MLMs are so shady and predatory and they genuinely do not know any better and they they you know drink the kool-aid right whereas like there are people who get really high up in mlms where it's kind of too quick too too late for them to quit you know they've already leased the car for arbon they've already um quit their job their corporate job you know they in and kind of once the the blinders come off and they start to see the MLM for what it is, it's like too late for them to leave. Uh, and so it can be, it can be hard to leave. And I don't have anything against people in MLMs themselves. It's just, it's manipulation and it's being brainwashed. And so I don't know how somebody who is a mental health counselor could support an MLM, which is 
one of the most predatory business models in existence. And so, yeah, I just, I have a lot of questions for this person. I feel like, um, you know, I work in cyber or information security. That'd be like me telling people to go, I don't know, go scream their password from the top of their lungs in New York City and and give away all your, you know, write your bank account information down and give it to a stranger. Like, that's just genuinely bad. Like, you can't, like, if you're, like, pro-security and you're pro-cybersecurity and then you tell people to go give their bank account information to everyone, it's like, what? <laughs> and that's the same thing. It's like, how can you say that you're, like, a mental health counselor and you, like, want to help people's mental health and then encourage them to join an MLM. And maybe it's out of ignorance, you know, that does happen. Like if I if I genuinely was not aware that sharing bank account information on the streets of New York City was a cybersecurity risk, like if I genuinely didn't know that, then that would be understandable. But it's like I also feel like how could you not know that? Like how could you look at that and be like that is a good idea. And that's how I feel about MLMs. I'm like, how can somebody join one and think this is a good idea? But we also have to remember a lot of people drink the Kool-Aid. A lot of people get brainwashed. They get sold on on this idea of hope. You know, they, they get preyed on. And the reason why MLMs are so successful in a sense that, you know, corporate makes a lot of money. The people at the top make a lot of money. The reason why a lot of girls fall victim to MLMs is because they are so good at manipulating people. And so that's a big reason for my podcast is speaking out about that manipulation. Um, You know, I don't think that people that fall for MLMs are bad. I don't think that they're stupid. I don't think that they're dumb. I don't think that they're anything. I just, I think they're normal people who are looking for, you know, solutions like being able to work from home, being able to provide for their family. They're looking for solutions and they genuinely believe that an MLM can offer them that when it can't. Um, So anyway, I would hope that this mental health counselor who is in an MLM is just ignorant to the fact that MLMs are really bad. Um, That's what I hope. Uh, So yeah. that's all I have for today. Um, Thanks guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter or if you have any ideas for future podcasts or any content you want to send over, I would love to um, go over some videos, maybe like play them and then give my thoughts kind of like people do on YouTube. So yeah, my Twitter again is at unfiltered underscore Jess. Be sure to check me out. I don't have that many followers. So, you know, anyway, (laughs) Thanks, guys, and be sure to tune in next time to Jess Unfiltered.